things glory be to the one that we love so much thank you for joining us this evening amen let us get right into the word and sister Rosalind said something in what she said she was talking about truth and that's something that father God wants to share with us tonight amen now I'm going to tell you this I'm going to tell you, uh, you might want to get a pad and a pen because I have quite a few scriptures uh, about truth, amen. And I'm going to ask you to write them down because it, it, it's always a blessing for each and every one of us to just go over the things that we hear, to meditate on them, and to study on them, amen. And our first scripture that we're going to start with is 2 Timothy 2.15, amen. I have three scriptures I'm going to read right away. And then 2 Timothy 2.15, and I'm going to read Psalms 25 and 5, and I'm also going to read Psalms 25 and 10, amen? But I just want to share this, amen? Um, you know, I've been looking at a lot of things and hearing a lot of things, and um, a lot of stuff is just... It's a lot of deceptive things going on right now, and you really have to know, you really have to know the Word of God, amen? You really have to know it, because the truth right now, when you look at some of the things that are going on, the truth is not being spoken, amen? The truth is definitely not being spoken. So our first scripture is 2 Timothy 2.15, and it says this. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed rightly, Dividing the word of truth. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now, our second scripture is Psalms 25 and 5, and it says this. It says, lead me in thine truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation, and thee do I wait all the day. Amen. Our third scripture, Psalms 25:10, tells us this. It says, all the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as kept or keep his covenant and his testimony. Amen. So when you look at the Bible, when you read the Bible, when you hear the Bible, amen, when you study the Bible, the Bible has much to say about truth and it relates to God. Amen. Now, the definition of truth in the Harper's Bible Dictionary includes statements. Now, this is just a statement. It says that God is truth. Now, we know that God is truth, amen? Now, Jesus said this in John 8, 31 through 32, amen? He says this. He says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believe on him, he said, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And then he said this in 32, he said, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, who is the truth, amen? Because Jesus said this in John, again, he said, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, if Jesus is the truth, then what does that make the Father, amen? What does that make the Father? It makes the Father the truth, because in John ten thirty, Jesus also said this. He says, I am and my Father are one. Amen? So Jesus wasn't just saying that he was the truth. Jesus was sent by his Father to do his work and his will. Amen? 
Now, in John 5.30, and I'm telling you, you might want to write these scriptures down, because these are some good scriptures, amen. This is God's precious word, so you might want to write this down and go over it later. But John 5 and 30 says this, because as Jesus was saying this, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, amen. Now, Jesus wasn't boasting on himself. He was boasting on his Father, amen. Now, in John 5.30, it says this, Jesus is saying this, he said, I can of my own self do nothing. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just. Because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. See, Jesus didn't give himself any glory. He didn't give himself any of that because he knows this is all through the Father. And I'm going to read some more of that. It says this in 31. It says, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. Because Jesus came to do the Father's work. Amen? Not his own, he came to do the Father's work. So if he comes down to tell us about himself, he's not doing the Father's work. Amen? But then he says this, he says, There is another that bears witness of me. And I know that that witness which he witnessed of me is true. 33 says this, it says, Ye sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. John bear witness unto Jesus. Jesus bear witness unto the Father. Amen? God is the truth. Amen? God is truth. This is one of God's moral attributes, is truth. Amen? To say that God is truth is to acknowledge that truth. Amen? itself proceeded from the nature of God. Amen? While many things can have truth, only one thing can be the truth. And we know what that one thing is. Amen? Now, when I say that, I'm saying this. Many things can have truth in it, but it's not the whole truth. Amen? Because man knows how to take something that's true and add a little something else into it and then you don't know if it's true or false, amen? But there is only one thing that can be true and that one thing is God himself, amen? God himself, period, amen? Now the Hebrew term for truth is ima, which means truth, firm, stable, and faithful, amen? Now the Greek word for truth is aletheia, which denotes being truthful or upright or having nothing to hide, amen? And we know the Father God has nothing to hide, and we know that God is truthful, and we know that God is upright, amen? From these terms and from other attributes of God that support his truthfulness, such as his immutability, amen? God cannot change, amen? God cannot change. He's infinite, amen? God cannot be perfectly anything, amen? We, as his children, understand that God himself is absolute truth. Amen? We know that he is absolute truth. That truth will never change and can always be relied upon. Amen? You never have to uh, hear God's word. If you know God's word and you know it's God speaking to you, you never have to question that God is this true. Is this true? Many times we do ask the question, Lord, is this you speaking to me? Amen? But when God speaks his truth, we should know that because we bear witness 
in us, amen. God's moral attributes of truth is also tied to his attributes of his holiness, amen. The Bible tells us to be ye holy for I am holy, amen. Now, what does it mean to know the truth, amen? What does it mean to know the truth? Now, in John 17, 17, write the scripture down. John 17, 17, Jesus says this. He says, sanctify them through thine truth. Thine word is truth. We know who the word is, amen, and that's Jesus, amen. We know that Jesus is the word, the word of truth, amen. Now, this scripture here is signifies to consecrate, to separate from earth and the common use and to devote or dedicate to God his service. It signifies to make holy and pure. Nothing is more holy and pure than God's truth. Amen. Now, when Jesus was speaking to his disciples in this prayer, Jesus prayed for his disciples and all who will believe in him through the gospel. Believers accept God's word and accept Jesus as God's word. Amen. God is truth. And his truth bringeth salvation to all who accept. So I want to get that right. Amen. God's truth and his truth brings salvation to all. Now, when I say all, I mean all who accept who he is and all that accept him as he is and accept him for who he is. Amen. Now, in Titus 2.11, it says this. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. That was one of the questions that someone asked me a long time ago. Well, what about in some of these places where they don't get the radio or the TV or something like that? But Titus 2.11 tells us this. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. Do I believe God's word? Absolutely. Amen. Why do I believe God's word? Because I know it's true. Amen. When he says that the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, it has appeared to all men. Amen. Now, God's writing and living word will sustain us as believers in this world. Amen. See, if we live the truth, walk the truth, and the truth is us, we can sustain from the things around us, amen. Jesus came to show us what truth was because without him, we would have never known, amen. We would have never known the truth, amen. Truth has to be taught and not a man, amen. I'm going to say that again. Truth has to be taught and not a man, amen. Godliness has to be taught. And not a man. No one has to show us how to lie. Amen? No one has to show us how to cheat. No one has to show us how to steal. Or even kill. Amen? Why? Because we were born into sin and it was passed on to us. Amen? But truth was not passed on to us. Amen? Truth has to be taught. And there was only one that could teach us what the truth was, and that's through Jesus Christ, amen? But we had to learn what truth was and is, amen? We have to learn this, and not say that we're done learning it, because each and every day, there's a lesson to be 
learn. And there's more to study on, amen, in God's word, amen. The truth is only a part of God, amen. Because there's many other attributes that we have to learn of him, amen. That's why the Bible tells us to study, to study, amen. In Hebrew, I mean, uh, in John 8, 32, it says this. And I'm going to read this verse again because I love this verse. It says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. A lie is not going to make you free. Cheating is not going to make you free. Killing someone is not going to make you free. Amen? Lying on someone is not going to make you free. It is the truth that shall make us free. The truth here in the gospel that Jesus here himself is talking about, it says to know the truth, people need to believe in Jesus. Amen? We have to hold fast to his teachings, which make us his disciples. Amen? The freedom that Jesus promised is not from circumstances, amen? Because we all going to have circumstances, amen? We are not free and we are not exempt from circumstances that are going to face us in this life that we live right now. But what we are free from and we can be free from is sin and its consequences, amen? Because the practice of sin is going to lead to some devastating consequences for many, Amen? Or, it's not going to uh, limit us from the things that we have to deal with in this world, amen? Now, in Psalms 86 and 11, it says this. Because in the Bible, God is constantly trying to teach us. Constantly trying to show us the things that we need to do to make it from this life to the next, Amen? And in Psalm 86 and 11, the psalmist says this, Teach me thine way, O Lord. I will walk in thine truth, unite my heart to fear thy name. Teach me thine way. Amen? O Lord, I will walk in thine truth, unite my heart to fear thy name. Amen. Now, the original Hebrew for Psalms 81 reads, it says, Teach me, O Lord, your ways, that I might walk in your truth and faithfulness. And believe you me, we will be tested in that. Amen. When we say, Lord, teach me to walk in your way, believe me, something is going to come up to try to knock you out of that way. Amen. Something is going to come up and try to tempt you out of that way. Something is going to come to try to push you, to get you to stumble, to hinder you from walking in truth and faithfulness of Christ Jesus. Amen. To walk in this context means to live each day in truth. It's a hard thing. I'm going to tell you this. As I was going over this word today, I was tested. Amen. In truth. Amen. But each and every day we have to live this. We have to live this and we have to walk. We have to walk in truth. We have to walk in truth. Amen. Now, Jesus said in John 16, 13 through 15, he says this. Because as we walk through this truth and in this truth, we're not alone. You know why we're not alone? Because we don't know what we're doing. Amen. 
but it is the spirit within us that's helping us make it through this. Amen. Now, in, in John 16, 13 through 15, it says this. It says, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he shall show you things to come. All we got to do is listen. All we got to do is obey. All we got to do is follow. Amen? Now, 14 tells us, he shall glorify me. Jesus is saying this about the spirit of truth. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. As God speaks to Jesus, Jesus speaks to the spirit, and the spirit speaks to us. Amen? We can't do this by ourselves. There's no way we can do it by ourselves. Amen? We don't even know what truth is. We didn't know what truth was. Amen? Now, 15 says, All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. The spirit of truth is going to show us the life that we have to walk. The spirit of truth is going to show us the way to go. The spirit of truth is going to show us what Father God is trying to show us. Amen? Because when it comes to truth, we don't know it. Amen? But he has put the spirit within us that if we listen and abide and follow, that we can make it through this. Amen? Now, he does it by revealing God's word to us through the Bible. Amen? The Bible itself is complete and trustworthy, but impossible to understand without the Holy Spirit. If you are the natural man, there is no way possible you don't understand what the Bible is saying. Amen? What the Bible is speaking, what the Bible is showing you, what the Bible is instructing you. Amen? Now, in 1 Corinthians 2.14, it says this. It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. You can't receive the things of the Spirit of God unless you have the Spirit of God. Amen? It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Amen? You, it's, 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 it's babble to the natural man, amen? The natural man will never understand the spirit of God, amen? Now, in 2 Timothy 3.16, it says this. It says, for all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. This is for us, saints. This is for us, Amen? Because it's going to be some reproof in our life, it's going to be some correction in the life, and there's going to be some righteous instructions in our life. Amen? Is it going to be hard to follow? Yes, it is. But the spirit of truth will show us what it is that we need to do to overcome the things that come up against us. Amen? How to deal with these things. Amen? It, it teaches us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Amen? See, many times we do things in our life and we think it's all right, we think it's all right. But I'm going to tell you this, once you get into your word and you start reading some things, you go, oh, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not truth. 
and law is truth, Lord. It is your law that is truth unto us. Amen. Now I want to read this in, 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 in Proverbs 12, 17, and this is a long one. Proverbs 12, 17 through 27. Proverbs 12, 17 through 27. Amen. And it says, He that speaketh truth short forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. In 18, there is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is healthy. The tongue of the wise is healthy. The lips of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment.
His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment and a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. Amen? In Psalm 31, 5, it says this. It says, Into thy hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. There is nobody else we can call truth. Amen? Nobody else we can call truth. Isaiah 65 and 16 tells us this. It says that he who blesseth himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth. And he that sweareth in the earth shall swear by the God of truth because the formal troubles are forgotten and because they are hidden from thine eyes. Amen. All truth must be defined in terms of God. Amen. You know, when when you go to court and they tell you, and it's amazing how they do this. When you go to court, they want you to uh, profess on a Bible that everything you say is true. But yet and still, they don't follow anything outside of the courtroom of the Bible. Amen. But they use the Bible for the truth to get people to tell the truth. Amen. But outside of the courtroom, you hear nothing more about it, amen? All truth must be defined in terms of God and His eternal glory through Christ Jesus, amen? In Hebrews 1, 3, it says this, Who being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person and upholding all things by the word of His power when He had by Himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of majesty on high. Jesus did this for us, amen. He did this for us. Jesus is truth, the incarnated, the Latin word for that means to make flesh, amen. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, took on a fleshly body form, the expression of God, therefore the absolute embodiment of all that is true. Jesus did this for us so we would know what truth was and who is true. And we know that without Jesus Christ, there is no way we would have known what the truth is. Amen? With that being said, I turn it back over to the hands of our pastor and Sister Roslyn.